Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Be Here for a While. I have a very special guest today, and I'm not even in L.A. Whoa, I just rhymed. I'm a <laughs> rapper now. What the? That was impressive. <laughs> I didn't even try to do that. It's going to be a good podcast. I'm Are we going to rap the whole time? Well, no, I don't think people <laughs> want to hear that. <laughs> I am in New York at the uh, beautiful Taylor Strecker's apartment. Taylor is the host of Wake Up with Taylor on Sirius XM channel. You just say the channel. 109. 109. Every day, right? Yeah, Monday every Friday. morning. 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. EST? It's a lot. Yeah, EST. Eastern Standard Time. It's uh, it's nice and early. You know, but people can listen on demand, too, which is like very important because it makes me look like a rock star when people listen on demand. I need to figure out how to work the Sirius app. Everyone says it's amazing. And for some reason, I don't. Girl, I, don't I, I, I couldn't tell you. I don't listen. You don't? To anything. You never listen to yours back ever? I don't listen to myself. Only if I'm like with my mom yeah. or if my girlfriend's listening when I come home because she listens on the app. Yeah. I I can't. I can't. I hate myself. I, <laughs> I hate. I mean, I hate myself too. <laughs> the only time I will listen back is if I need to edit something out that like I said or a guest said. But like I hate listening to myself. Right? I, I, I cannot. I like. I honestly don't know how actors watch themselves. Right, I, w- I would find I find it easier to watch myself than to hear my voice. I've always hated the sound of my voice, which is bizarre that I started a podcast. Yes, but I'm, I'm like, I'm, with like you. I'm like, you're so annoying, Rachel. No, I'm always like, fire her and say the word like <laughs> more. <to myself>. Fire. <laughs> Why do you have her on the air? Why would you employ Oof. this person? She's awful. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get that job? Were you like trying to be in radio? Oh my god, girl, it's crazy. So. I went to Ithaca College, mm-hmm. not to brag. <laughs> I think it actually is kind of I good now. I think it's now, kind of a good school. But when I went, my parents were like really, really disappointed in me. Where did my they want you to go? Harvard, Harvard. BC. Did so you apply? A, my mom made me apply to McGill. I don't know where that is. It's the Harvard of Canada. Okay. And I got rejected twice. NYU rejected. Um, all the small Ivies rejected. UCLA I didn't rejected. I not bother, bother applying. I, I don't know why I did. I got rejected from <laughs> everywhere. That's a lot of paperwork. Even Union College rejected me. It's. I mean, that's an okay school, but give me a break. So anyway, um, yeah, so went to Ithaca, met uh, my best friend, and she graduated a year before me. Mm-hmm. She lived in Connecticut with her mom, and then she was commuting in and out of the city. So when I graduated, I was like, girl, let's move to the city together and get an apartment. I'll get a job. You mm-hmm. keep your job. Wait, are you from Canada? I didn't know that. No, okay. I am super not from Canada. Okay, but you were just applying to a Canadian college. Yeah, because it was the Harvard okay. of Canada. Okay. I was trying yeah. to sneak in the back door any yeah. way I could. Um, and so uh, we moved into New York. To, well, we moved into Manhattan together. And she was like doing a, like a bunch of weird temp jobs, uh-huh. and then she ended up doing the receptionist work at Sirius. Okay. And by that point, I had a job in advertising, and so we would just like socialize with Sirius people because they were cool and it was fun. What did you want to do? You wanted to be in advertising. What were you I studying? I wanted to be a producer for like TV and film, or like do documentary film. Oh, I know. And then advertising was like whatever. At least I was just it's like a job, st- like a starting point in production. But as I was in that job, I was like. This sucks. Like, I was booking all this travel for all the talent, and I was like, I want to be talent because I yeah. used to sing and act growing up. So, my uncle's a casting director, and he told me, You don't want to be on the other side of that table. You really? want to be in, the, on, in like the business position. Well, I made the wrong choice. So, did I, girl, <laughs> despite his warning. So, he said to me, You know what? How about you don't like, I, I would encourage you being on like the business side. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of gave up like the talent stuff. But then, when I was working in the business, I missed it. So, so I didn't know you wanted to be an actor and stuff. Uh, yeah, actor, singer. I mean, my voice, like singing voice, s- literally sucks. Every oh, now I can't and sing then. At all. 
I but I used to be able to. Oh, well, it was never in the cards for me. Oh. I knew that. Yeah, I think it's worse to have it and lose it, you yeah. know? Why do you think you lost it? Um, I thought that it was just like a natural thing people had. My acapella teacher in high school oh. said to me, the way that you speak is going to destroy your singing voice, so you need to go to a vocal coach. So she recommended herself. Uh-huh. <laughs> Trying to upsell you a yeah, little bit? Yeah. How much was she charging? A, a ton. Okay. I will call my parents. And yeah, then, I'm not buying it. And then she wanted me to talk like this. And I was like, I can't live my life like that. Are you Florence Jenkins? <laughs> <laughs> oh so it's like, if you I don't ruin my voice, I ruin my voice, you yeah. know? Yeah, Florence Jenkins. Can you just really like that. ruin your voice by talking, though? A pa- Why, just because you have a low voice? I, it's it's like... Or raspy? Yeah, but it's like the same voice as my mom. So It's a great voice. Raspy I voices are good. I love my voice, so thank yeah. you. Oh, well, so, that's good. I don't like mine. I, I don't like listening to it, but I just yeah. like, like, I like the way people react to my voice. Yeah. I feel like if I wasn't in radio, though, I would be great on like a 900 number. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of voice you have. Yeah, like it's yeah, like it's a... It's very sensual. Yes, I'm, I, I think many men have dick in hand while listening to Wake Up With Taylor, sadly. But Did I you know ruin it, to be it for true. them though when you came out? Oh, we'll I talk about definitely that. ruin it for them. Oh, and by yes. the way, for my listeners, I should explain how I know Taylor. Taylor oh, yes. is one of Stassi's best friends, and I've met her a few times when um, Stassi and I have been in New York. Yeah, and you know Stassi through Patrick. Through Patrick, and now they're back together. I know. It's Are you m- so happy? It's my fault. Y- wait. Really? Wait, did, <laughs> but did you know they've been hanging out for a while? Not for, well, not not much longer than most people. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> for, for a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, of course, there's like a little overlap. Yeah. But um, I just, I, you know, he's one of my best guy friends, mm-hmm. and I adore her. And they were broken up, but they were both like sad about it. Yeah. And like missing each other. So when I would talk to them, I was just like, why don't you guys just get back together? So I may have encouraged Patrick. Really? Yes. <gasps> That's so nice. How did you do it? Does Stassi know that? Yeah, she knows that. I um I don't know. I just I know he was like doing a lot of work on himself. He or was just saying that he really missed her to me Aww. and was being really, really sweet when we were talking about it. So I was like, Well, I just said I think you guys are gonna get married. <laughs> you Aww. know, subtle hints. And yeah, I was like, just dropping <laughs> just like, small not things. Like, not like, hey, shoot her a text. No, yeah. no, no, no. I'm yeah. like, no, you guys are soulmates. Yeah. So that you're gonna get back together. It's like without a doubt. And yeah. I was like, you she's, should probably buy a ring. I said she still loves you. She yeah. still misses you. She doesn't hate you. You didn't yeah. like do her wrong. It yeah. was just that I feel like her life that she was living, he was having a hard time getting on board with. Yeah. And so it just was a matter of him getting on board. Yeah. So I just pushed him onto the board. That's so good. Wait, <laughs> you need to like officiate their wedding. That's what I'm saying. I think we're getting really ahead of ourselves. Though. I would like to be. No, no, no. I'm I'm already there. I would yeah. like to be her <laughs> maid of honor and his best up. man. Yeah, you could switch that up. Yeah, <laughs> we're like a half suit, half dress. I'm so happy they're back together. I know I am too. Oh, <gasps> it makes me. It like makes me. What does he think about it? Obviously, he's happy. But what is his inside scoop on it? Oh, I mean, he adores her. Yeah. She is his person for. Sure. Uh, I've seen him go so through a lot of relationships and she is Patrick. perfect for him and he's perfect for her. In what way? Why do you think they're perfect together? Because <sighs> they both are. They're, they're both the same kind of crazy. And I mean mm-hmm. that as a compliment. Yeah, no, We're all, we, we all have crazy. Yeah. But it just takes like f- it, it's like matching these crazy puzzle pieces together. Mm-hmm. They're literally like the same person. In yeah, a, they kind of in yeah. a lot of ways. Yes and no. I know, and then also in, in not in other ways, but I don't know. But yeah, I guess they are. I don't want to say what the things are that I think, but yeah, right. But like he just gets her, like he gets her crazy, and she gets his crazy. Yeah, that's very important. Like Taylor might and they Taylor forgive each other for it too. Gets my crazy, and and yeah, because my crazy's 
slightly intolerable. But it just oh, takes the right that. person to tolerate my crazy. Okay, so we're gonna get to that. We're gonna we're gonna go back to your like. Okay, you're working in advertising. I want to get into your industry stuff. First. Oh right, working in advertising, and um, then Nicole, my roommate, my best friend at the time, we were she was uh, front desk at Sirius, mm-hmm. so we hung out all the time and. Little did we know that um, we were at a party one night and there was a programming director there and she was looking for female talent to do Cosmo Radio. So Cosmo had approached Mm -hmm. uh, Sirius or vice versa, I don't know, but they were launching this like really hush-hush all-women's channel. Mm -hmm. So in radio, the demographic of women... this? This was in 2005. Okay, way earlier. I came out here for like a callback for a Cosmo show and they were trying to do it like digitally. Oh my God, it was... Oh, like, was it called um, Sexy versus Skanky? Yeah. Oh, my God. I've been on that. Oh, my God. Oh, so they made it? Well, that's They that's made it, and they it. and they cast this Australian girl. That's so funny. Yeah, because she was the, like. Because I, when I went to it, there was no Australian girl there, and I, I beat out the girls that were there. And then girl! They, they, didn't, they just didn't make it for a long time, I don't think. You would have been perfect for it. All right. And then Mike Cannon, great comedian, uh-huh. he was the co-host. Oh, that's so funny. How crazy is that? Yeah. So I think we wait. I think it was sexy versus skank. It must have been. It must have because been because that is a very familiar Ra- thing that you're saying to me, and it was probably around the same time, like it what 2000 and could have been oh so Cosmo or, or is that know. the name of their show? Honey, I'm so Whatever. confused. Anyway, so they were matter. launching this channel, and they wanted female talent that like was the like the voice of the magazine, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they didn't want someone that was going to overshadow the brand because the yeah. brand is so valuable to them. I mean, they're the number one number one women selling magazine. So the reason Sirius wanted to work with them is because in radio, the demographic of women 18 to 34, completely gone. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, ghost on radio. Yeah, so that that's Cosmo's exact demographics that they could, like, capture that audience again uh-huh. with the channel. So that's what we set out to do. And, uh, well, anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So the program director was looking for female talent. She approached me and my best friend. We Just from, like, knowing you guys, just... What, what she said was that she overheard me speaking and like the quality of my voice and then also her boss told her if you are looking for a radio show host find somebody like in a big group at a party Mm -hmm. and they're engaging five or plus people in a conversation and everybody is engaged and no one's being left out that's your radio show host right so i guess i was doing it i was probably cool that you got just like basically picked out of a crowd literally and i was hammered per use well i think that adds to the charm (laughs) and then um nicole and i auditioned together Uh we were a team and then i ended up getting it nicole didn't which sucked yes if you can believe we like made it through that yeah insane well it's not your fault but she ended up on the on air too on like a way more visible channel and does better than me so it all worked out it's all relative it's all good um but that's how i got on and that's where i met patrick when you like Got just well, chosen you know what? Because you weren't trying to do that. We were auditioning for so long mm-hmm. that it almost, it was like, it, it was really, first it was like, oh, we're interested in you guys. And then it was like, oh, do a written audition. And luckily, because of my background from yeah. the communication school, park school in Ithaca. Yep, Sorry. girl, I'm, I'm sipping away at my vodka. I can already feel it. This is going to be an interesting How can you podcast. Feel that? Stassina, uh, because I didn't eat today, because oh. I'm on a diet, and the diets don't eat. Well, I, th- I thought you were eating, but like just fish. Yeah, only dinner. You don't get to eat anything. No, I mean, I mean, I do, but like little things. You want to know what I had? I had egg whites for breakfast when I got back from the show. Uh-huh. I had a coffee at the show. And then That's I. That's not food. You don't really need to list that. <laughs> it's not a calorie. <laughs> with milk, you do. Oh. And then I had two rice cakes with one of those um, laughing cow cheeses. Ugh. 
Yeah. Actually, those, that's actually kind of good. <laughs> I do that, but I put butter on it in between the cheese and the rice cake. You gotta have that layer. So, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna be wasted. Okay. But um. So yeah. So I got the job, and um, I've been at Sirius now for I'm on my 11th year. That is insane. I know, but I had always acted and stuff as a kid. Yeah. So like entertaining people was yeah. something that I had done in my past and wanted to do. Yeah, but no one graduates college, gets that cool of a gig, and no. does it for that long. Like no. that doesn't it doesn't exist anymore. No, it's or crazy. Really ever. <laughs> I guess not. I mean, it's right. It's a very rare thing. I think I take it for granted sometimes. I, it was kind of. But like you said, was it was it amazing to get it? It was amazing, but I think we, well, both Nicole and I expected to get it together because yeah. everybody was like, yes, all the way up and the written auditions and then the recorded auditions. So did they just hire you solo or did they replace her with a different co-host? They hired me solo and then um, I threw all my auditions for like six months and then they were like, we know what you're doing. You need a co-host and it can't be her because she had said something in an audition that like the editor-in-chief of Cosmo at the time didn't like. It was like something like that small, you know? Wait, so oh, you were throwing all your auditions with other people because you wanted it to be her. Yeah. Got I was it. trying to get her back into the ring. What did she say that offended him so much? It was something like, it's Cosmo. So she said something like sexy or sexy you know which I thought it. was very on brand the truth was I thought if one of us wasn't going to get it it would be me because I was such a prude yeah but it was so interesting because Cosmo they I think Cosmo had a, at the time a very different um perception of themselves than like the public does yeah like they put the word sex in orgasm and by every, every cover girl's head yeah but for some reason Nicole said something about like sex or orgasm and they were like too much and I we were that like so weird we were like what it was so, it was that, so weird. That CEO or whatever is probably not even at the company anymore. No, but I do love her. She was I don't know who it the is, editor yeah. in chief at the time oh. that I was there. What she was the best. Mm -hmm. But it was interesting, you know. It was like I didn't know that Cosmo had lines that you could cross. Well, you know that's weird when you don't even know that you're like doing something wrong. Like she probably didn't know that she was saying. She probably mm -hmm. thought she was saying the right thing, mm -hmm. and it can lead you on a totally different path. I mean, I'm sure she's happier with her path now. But Absolutely. that's just crazy when you can you think you think you can plan for something so much. Yep, and then. You think you're saying the right thing, and it's the one thing that sets them off. You know what I think it is in radio, truthfully? I think authenticity is the most important thing in radio. And in that moment, that maybe she wasn't being anything. that authentic. And maybe it maybe it that seemed like forced. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I don't remember. I mean, like, that's the same thing with comedy. Like, it's yep. just like saying your truth. Like, no one needs to, like, like, even if you're trying to, like, you could, I could repeat the funniest Bill Burr joke. Uh-huh. And it's the best joke ever. But if I said it, it wouldn't be that funny because it's not my truth. Right. It's like it has to come from like who you are. Otherwise, it just seems phony. Or like if I'm trying to force like because I'm not like a like a sexual comic. I'm not like I gave fine blowjobs right. this week like a lot of girl comics are. If I tried Amy to do Schumer. that, it would be, yes, yeah, right. it would be like mm, that's not working for you. Right. Yeah, that's not you. But authenticity is everything. Yeah, totally. Really, it is. So maybe she was having an because I was being authentically me and I was like, oh, blowjobs. So, and yeah. and I thought that was going to really hurt me. But I was like, but I, I have to be honest. And yeah. it ended up working. So, yeah. So then you were doing Cosmo Radio for how long? Cosmo, God, I don't even... Were you co-hosting with Patrick, or did you just know each other for No, that? they thought of putting Patrick and myself together, but we were both too alpha. Like, we would have yeah. killed each other. Yeah. Whenever Patrick and I do radio, well... Which he, is surprising he, how, how he, Stassi and him date, because they're both very alpha. I know. That's why they're so similar. But yeah. when we do radio, Patrick and I together, I... I let him win. <laughs> no, yeah. he beats me. And um, but yeah, so we decided they thought it'd be stronger if we were to split up. Yeah. Um, and then, God, yeah, I was doing Cosmo Radio until. So by yourself, or they ended up hiring co-hosts. Oh God, girl, I went through like so many co-hosts. I was like, they, I mean, I'm sure I look like the difficult bitch, but like all of them were difficult bitches. Yeah. Um, I had one who would get migraines on the air, and she would take um, morphine. 
Yeah. So wow. she would fall asleep in the middle of the show. That was a bit of a problem. Morphine. You heard me. I'm like, how? Where does one even get like street morphine? I don't take? know. Like, I thought that it was, was like, like something you get like form. after like surgery. And then she or wanted like, is to like wean you off heroin or something. Well, oh god, who knows? I'm I'm I, I don't actually know. don't think that she is like a heroin addict or anything. But, um, but a casual morphine pop is like a little. But morph, yeah, it's, it's concerning <laughs> yeah, for sure. A bit. Um, and then I went through. Then like my producers were my co-hosts, and then I would say that went on for like. A year and a half, two years, maybe. Yeah, about two years. Mm -hmm. And then this guy, Kenny, came along, who was my co-host for like eight years. Mm -hmm. And he was... taking notes on another question I want to ask you. Incredible. Really? And he actually came in as my producer, and then he ended up being a co-host. He was the world's worst producer. He would admit that himself, but he was an amazing, amazing co-host. Do you think that producers make better co-hosts than like, like... to on-air talent, like it I mean, depends. I still being on air, but it depends. It definitely depends. Um, but Kenny was a stand-up comedian, so See that one I met when yes! I was the show. Okay, so I yes, yes, yeah, yes, he was yes, really yes. cool. He's great. So, but he now lives in Pittsburgh with his wife and his um and his baby, and they moved. I mean, listen, when you have a family to raise, it's not the most it. fun thing yeah. to do it in New York City. I get yeah. it. And his wife is from Pittsburgh, and she got a great job offer. So we left, what but. You but it was like, I was scared that that could be the end. Yeah. You know, because chemistry is really important. So he was doing Cosmo with you. Because you're not doing Cosmo anymore. No. Well, so he was there. Because I saw him when you were doing Wake Up With Taylor. Yep. So Cosmo was probably, I'm going to say five or six years. Uh-huh. And then to, God, no, it, maybe even more, seven. I can't even keep track now. What happened was the editor-in-chief that hired me mm-hmm. left Cosmo and then uh, Joanna Coles came in, new editor in chief. Mm-hmm. Well, no longer. She was. Now she's the former. Uh-huh. And um, she uh, just she just didn't get the vision of the channel. Yeah. And she kept us around for like a year. And then she was like, she would express to me like, "Why don't I have any numbers?" And I'm like, "Cause Sirius doesn't have numbers," which is crazy. What does that mean? Like people aren't listening to Sirius? No, like Sirius can't say we have X amount of listeners listening to this sh- particular show. They can't track it. That's what I. That's the word on the street with Sirius. Yeah, but, but they but know. But they know that they have subscribers. Oh, okay. Yes. Got it. But well, listen. I don't know. That's, there are ways to figure out numbers. Trust me. Yeah. There, there, there are. There, there are methods too. Where like. Yeah. Th- there's a weird thing where like no one really knows how like the iTunes charts charts work. Exactly. Except for iTunes. Well, even like Nielsen rating system is like yeah. kind of. It's all ambiguous. Yeah. You like you have to have an actual box in your house and like. Who, I don't know anybody with a Nielsen box. Do you? Is that really how it goes? Yes. I didn't realize that. Someone That's a conspiracy. Who has a Nielsen box? Middle, you middle America. You would have run across one person in your life that had one. Not one. Have you? No. There you go. So I don't believe it's real. Exa- exactly. So um, so she kind of was like, she wasn't down with that. Yeah. So I think that's probably why she got rid of Cosmo Radio. Who knows? Maybe she didn't want to license the the name Cosmo out to series. Yeah. I honestly don't know. That's like up or up. That's way above my pay grade. Yeah. Um, but then I did a lateral shift over to the channel I'm on now, Stars. Mm-hmm. And I guess I've been there for like, well, I guess I've been at Stars did for you about. Did have to audition for that or were they just like. No, they were like, we found a, a place for you. Same yeah. exact time slot. It's just, you know, same, same everything. Same, same co-host. It's just like, we're just changing your channel. So I uh, made the and cut. And you were talking about the same stuff? Oh, yeah. I mean, I couldn't shake the Cosmo. It wasn't called. Well, actually, that's not true. It was. So then it was Wake Up With Taylor. And then Joanna Coles came back and said, actually, I want to stay on with Taylor. Uh-huh. So then I was Cosmo's Wake Up With Taylor on Stars. 
That's so funny. <laughs> it was like crazy. So what do you mostly talk about? Uh, so you talk about the same thing that you did on Cosmo that you do on Wake Up With Taylor. Yeah, because I was cast. Which is what? Like you're giving advice? Honestly, I like to, co- I've coined it reality radio. Uh-huh. I talk about my life. I kind of made myself, I was obsessed with reality TV, so I kind of just made my reality, sh- my radio show a reality show. See, this is why you should have a reality show. I know. Girl, I'm working on it. I, know, I actually I just was doing an interview yesterday for it. Yeah. Um, It's been, go- we've been doing this now for like, Four or five years. Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy. And we had to just completely shift. I'm surprised there isn't a reality show about like podcasters and radio people and stuff. Like it's. Yep. How that hasn't been tapped into. Well, Sirius, it wasn't that fond of the idea of filming a reality show at Sirius. So we had to. Why? They would just avoid the celebrities. Well, yeah, but that's the concern yeah. was that they might not feel safe anymore. So we had to completely revamp everything. Oh, that's crazy. But we're trying to figure it out. So you so you talk mostly about yourself. Well, you know what happened? I had a co-host. So I was on with Ken. So Kenny was my producer. Mm-hmm. And I had a news girl who had stars in her eyes, which is totally fine. But whenever I go on vacation, she would try to um, make a case for why the show was so much better without me. <laughs> so I love people like that. They're the best. Wow. So her and I, the thing was, was that I'm not, I don't know everything. Yeah. I actually know nothing mm-hmm. and am proud of that. Yeah. And this news girl knew everything and was proud of that. So we had just different, very visions of like what the show would, a show I would sound like. I think that people can become more successful when they're kind of like you, where they're like, yeah. They're just being them, being authentic, just being themselves and not like needing to know everything. You know what I think it is? I think that when you. In entertainment, that is. Yes. When you put yourself in a pedestal, you have some place to fall. When you put yourself sitting on top of a pile of shit, there's nowhere else to go. Yes. But you're also not putting so much pressure on yourself to like be perfect. Like, that might be what you're saying. Exactly. Like you're just being yourself, which is entertaining. No one wants to hear someone that's like, I know this fact. about And that wants to bullshit or like have the answers to everything. Yeah. I mean, there is, I guess there is some room for that. Like Dr. Laura Schlesinger is like the queen Uh of that. And she's super successful. But I think that's like what radio was. And she's also a doctor. That's what radio was. I think radio now, it's more about like connecting with relatability. People want to be like, oh, I get that. Yeah. And they feel like they know you and like they can relate to it. So I kind of just happened to like, so what happened was she was always calling me out for knowing nothing. Uh And I thought this bitch gets me every time and it's my show. So I have to like exert my control. So I thought, what's the one thing that she doesn't know that I know better than her? Mm -hmm. Me. Yeah. So it literally was like, it was more of a mechanism to get control over the show. Did you actually decide on that tactic or did it just evolve that way? No, no, no. I made, I I made a decision. I thought, well, if I tell a new story, I don't know all the details. She's going to get me. But if I tell a personal story, she can't get me. That's very smart. So. And people can get news anywhere. Exactly. There's a million places that are giving news. So she, I actually should thank her for being so difficult because she gave me a really great brand that I kind of stumbled upon. Now, do you have like meetings like every so often with Sirius where they're like, no, we want you to do it this way or this way. Or they just like, no, nah, we like when you just talk about you, Taylor. You know, I've been air checked over the years and you get like, I've had a lot of different bosses. So of course people, different bosses have different opinions. But, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, when I was working with Cosmo, there was a ton, ton of daily feedback it was like because they're in the world of 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 um of print yeah. and print they very specifically branding and something. they edit it and edit it to death and it's like it, it goes through a million eyes but mm-hmm. i mean radio is live you can't edit that so yeah. they would call us and be like no 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 no, no, delete and it's like dude it's out there we yeah. can't go back and fix it anymore they adapted over time so when cosmo was on 
we had really tight reins. Like, mm-hmm. I think they basically wanted me to read the magazine aloud. <laughs> but you're like, that's not going to be interesting. Also, I'm not a strong reader out loud. I'm a very weak, that's like weak the most reader. Terrifying thing you can do to a child when you're in grade oh. school is now you're going to read out loud. I hate it. Wasn't that horrible? Then you have to put your finger along the thing. With like, oh my god! And I can't I read good. To, yeah. <laughs> it's not even if you can read good. It was just it was so nerve wracking. <laughs> like it was just too much pressure to put on a kid. Oh my god! When I was married, I remember we would read from the Torah on the high holy days. <laughs> And I was like, please don't make me read aloud. I would just, I'd tap out. I was like, I'm Catholic. I can't do this. Please leave me alone. But it I was don't know why reading aloud makes me feel so nervous. Even as an adult. It I'm freaks like, what me if out. I'm going to pronounce something wrong? And, like, oh, and then you sound so stupid. I know. But you know what? Now I'm just like, fuck it. I sound yeah. stupid. I can swear, right? Yeah, of course. Okay, good. No, this is, yeah. <laughs> Are we going to get FCC yeah. fine? I'm very PC. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so. Yeah, so that's how I kind of came into this like reality radio realm. And for a very long time, I shared every dirty detail of my life. Did um, you, okay, we, so we need to go into this too because, yes. because I have questions about that. Yeah, there's a lot to ask about. So she was married. We'll explain that. Right. Were the people in your life that you were telling the dirty details about, were they... Oh, my God, girl. Did, did they get upset you by no it? You have no idea. My mom called me one time and said I was a sinner. No, 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 sorry. She asked me if my... My brother asked if I were a sinner because I was telling a job on the air about a blow job. And I said, Mom, this is not child radio. This is adult radio. Yeah. Um, but I was raised by a very... My parents are pretty strict, very traditional. Yeah. Catholic. And my mom... I swear to God, I think we fought every day for like a year and a half when I first started doing the show because I was, you know, saying things, being raw and honest, but I had to be. And so, but she was embarrassed because like she was hearing things that parents should never hear about their children. Yeah. You know, I mean, my mom would be like that too, but yes, I mean, when I first started my podcast, my mom was like, do you have to say fuck so much? Oh, my parents, my dad stopped listening to the show because I say fuck so much. So I'm trying to stop. I'm trying to not say fuck so much. I say it a lot less. I mean, she kind of got in my head about it. So I'm like, all right, fine. I won't say it. I know. But parents are like, we are like, they're like living, breathing report cards. Yeah. So when we do something that they don't approve of and when their friends are listening and their to friends it, can listen it's yeah. embarrassing yeah. um so i fought with my mom a lot about the show oh my god friends see the thing is is that i i never use names or i try not to use names oh so you were telling like you'd be going out with a friend one night and then something would happen you'd tell the story tell the story right and so i would ha- but my favorite thing is when i would tell a story and then a friend would accuse me of telling a story about them and i was like hmm it wasn't about you somebody but, has a guilty conscience yeah and also or you're just a narcissist that you right. think everything's about you it was so telling about people's like conscience yeah um and then of course all the poor guys i dated that had to you know go through the ringer but yeah i mean oh. I unapologetically did they get, did they t- said everything. And get mad? Of course, I I I, I, I ended up breaking up with my college it? boyfriend really? over the show for sure. I mean, see, I think that there's probably guys that listen to my podcast that I've gone on dates with that yep. are like, maybe I don't want to go out with her again. Well, it's like I mean, uh, I haven't even talked about them, but it's just like I'm talking so much about different it's things scary. in my life. It like takes a like, special person to be able to to be with somebody yeah. like us because we yeah. share so much and people want privacy whatever that is whatever i'm not saying your name <laughs> that's what i say if i say rhymes with something that's no still not saying your name. <laughs> you know what fine yes i'm on board for that but it's, we're like taylor swift yeah right yeah. i mean i swear that's why she can't Seriously? have a good relationship poor thing probably well, i think did she's you, mean did too. you hear that i think she's mean too right do yeah. you hear she just she's trying to buy real estate in the uk because she's dating some british guy 
like she's just gonna buy something. She is like you might want to wait and see if it's gonna last. How to lose a guy in ten days? She She is like a stage five clinger. Be her her problem. I think it is because it's always like fast and hard. Yes. She scares him away. Yeah. So she's, a little, she's a little much. She's the most much. And but she's yeah. always dating people slightly below her or way below. Right. Well, Calvin Harris is very successful, but like yeah, but even still Tom looks Hiddles, wise. Tom Hiddleston and stuff like he was like a douche. Yeah. Was she he? must have low self-esteem. I don't think he's a that douche. makes me like her. I, no. Tom Hiddleston's the worst. What is, why is he a douche? I had a friend who I thought he looked nice. I thought she was mean to him. I had a friend who dated him. Yes. Yeah. A friend of a friend dated him and uh-huh. said he was a fucking nightmare. Oh, okay. And he performed on some Korean late night talk show, uh-huh. Man in the Mirror, dead serious. Oh, all right. Well, that's yeah. <laughs> like I can't. You're white. You're not. You're not Michael Jackson. Relax. Like yeah, like American Idol style. That's really embarrassing. It okay, was well, I horrifying. Think, oh, well, maybe you're changing my opinion on Taylor Swift, <laughs> which is I've been going strong with my like really? dislike of Taylor Swift and Beyonce for a long time. Beyonce, girl, you're gonna get killed. I don't. Just, what? Wait, tell just, me. Like, don't tell me you like Katy Perry. No, they all okay, good. Me. I go, just go, go, need go, go, them go. all to relax a little bit. They could like, relax. Like just maybe go on a little vacation and yes. not. You don't need to reinvent yourself every. Wh- Beyonce not, with those with those that those nineteen seventy flower pictures. Oh uh, that God. went over my head. I so really, much. I You're did not, the not first get that. Person to have twins, lady. right? And like, it was, but it was it's like not like a monument, like r- like it was like she went in a time machine and then f- went to the middle of the country <laughs> and then found like a really old like wall, what Woolsworth? That's the, that's back then, right? And found like a geriatric like sad man that wears like pilled moss smelling sweaters. Look at this, photo. this isn't the like and the first announcement of her. Yes, this is the one. Oh, in the in the, the mismatched lingerie. Yes, this is the one. What is going like, on? I feel like it was like in the 1970s found this like really sad photographer at like like the local mall and he took like this whack picture of her it was in front of his like he like took all of the props he had and just pushed them all together. All the fake flowers. It was so bizarre. What, what was that mall f- uh, photographer called back in the day? Oh my God! Like glamour shots. Yeah, but it was like the, the same one at every mall. Oh, we'll think of it. I, I'm all I'm getting right now is Claire's boutique, and I know that's wrong. So that's where I got my ears pierced. Yeah. All right. Finish what you were saying, and I'm going to Google this. Okay. What was I saying though? Okay. Oh my we're God. We're talking about how you like you could scare like guys off. You were scaring your oh, parents friends, off. Oh, friends. My fight with friends. Um. So yes, giving my all on radio definitely took a toll on my personal life. Um, but I will say now that I am in a relationship that I very much respect, mm-hmm. I am, I am trying to do both. I'm trying to have my privacy and be respectful, but also like be honest, but not make it like all about our relationship yeah. because. Well, we need to explain what happened. Okay. So you, yeah. okay. So you started in radio, you were dating at that point and then eventually you met dating. someone and got married. Yes. So yes. you just need to explain this. I can't explain it. Okay. You. So I was, I moved to New York city. I was dating my college boyfriend. He was an aspiring actor. He loathed the radio job. It caused many a fight. So we ended why, up. Why did he loathe it? Because you were talking about him? Well, at first he was mad because I was talking about exes. So, no, I'm sorry. First he was mad because I was talking about us. So then I started talking about exes yeah. because I it was Cosmo. I had to talk about relationships. And then he was mad. I was talking it's about exes. Job. And I was like, babe, I, it's either us or exes. You yeah. got to pick. And he just, he was just not down with it. And he 
he got mad at me because he's like, what do you want to be? And I was like, famous. And he's like, that's disgusting. And I was like, you're an actor. Yeah. And he was like, I want to act. And I was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. A byproduct of acting. Do like, you want to do local theater, theater for the rest of your life? Yeah, yeah, that will satisfy you. I'm like, a byproduct of being an actor is being famous. That's like a measure of success. Yeah. So for you to dog on me for wanting to be like At notable. At you're being honest too. Thank you. So anyway, we had. Did I didn't really see you wanted to be an actor. Yeah. What did he end up doing? For oh, no. A this was my ex-boyfriend. Oh, this is not. Oh, so okay. we broke up. And so then I was like, well, I'm not going to date another guy that can't handle my job. Yeah. Right. Because I wasn't going to go down that path. Um, and I met my husband, as I refer to him as, because okay. ex-husband just makes me feel sad about my life or something. No. Like ex-husband. That's like so, that's such a Lifetime movie. Yeah. Okay. Husband is like that's cooler better. and yeah, cuter. Cool. Yeah. Cuter. Um, so... I met him when I was like pretty deep into the radio show, like three years. Mm-hmm. And so he knew fully. How old were you then? I was 25 when I met him. So I started oh, yeah. doing the show when I was like 22. Wow. Crazy. That is crazy. Right? Your first job out of college was a cool job. My first job was a lame job at an advertising company. Okay, well basically. For six months. Yeah. And then my, yeah. You and then after that. Yeah. I, I got, I got super lucky. It's crazy. And then, um, and then. How'd you meet him? I met him in the Hamptons at a nightclub. Oh. Yeah. Um, I thought Were he was gay. Him right away? How much really? irony is in this That's story? Amazing. I've actually never, I've, I never told these stories together. So now I'm like, so shit. Funny. And I was like, oh my God, are you gay? And he was like, what? I was like, you're handsome. You smell good. You dress well. You must be gay. And I was like, I'm looking for a new gay best friend because mine just moved to L.A., which was a lie. I don't know why I made that lie up. <laughs> um, anyway, so. You were just really hunting for a gay friend. I guess so. So we were talking, and um, he was very interested. I gave him my number. But at the time, I was hooking up with this other guy uh-huh. who I call Mr. Last Minute because he would call me like five minutes before he wanted to have dinner and be like, so we have a date, right? And I was like, dude, you mentioned dinner. You didn't confirm dinner. So anyway, whatever. Hilarious. That's besides the point. But so it was like Mr. Last Minute and then I called him, husband, mm-hmm. Mr. Perfect because he always was like asking me for dates properly and being a gentleman. That's so nice. So he was really on, he, that's how he won me over. He was like, he was like, very chivalrous Mm -hmm. and I really thought that that didn't exist anymore yeah and he was like a successful wealthy guy in New York but like wasn't like a dicky douchebag that was gonna cheat on me I mean he kind of sounds awesome yeah he's really a great guy with the worst family on the face of the planet that's what killed us oh really um oh yes what's wrong with them do you want to talk about it I would love to talk about them but I'll get to that in a second but anyway so we dated and um we were I made him wait to have sex with me for like a really long time. That was a test and he passed it. And Good then move. he also like, I didn't really like sex with guys uh-huh. like or sex in general in my mind, yeah. but I just thought everyone didn't like sex, you yeah. know, like I loathed blowjobs, but I'm like, but isn't that normal? Yeah. And him and I weren't that, we didn't have like a really active sex life and that felt safe to me. Do you know what I mean? Do you think he is going to end up being gay? I don't think so. Who honestly girl or do you think he's just kind of a square maybe who knows he I think he was more just like I think he's a people pleaser and so he just didn't want to push me yeah truthfully okay so I think he was just suffering in silence oh I mean, he's really sweet actually oh, okay. so um we he ended up proposing to me a year and a half after we dated which is pretty She's quick so quick and we were what living kind together. of magic are you putting out Taylor girl I Still, don't know no one has proposed to me <laughs> I always Stassi and I talk about this a lot we're like People get proposed to and then they turn them down or like there's at least a drunken <laughs> proposal. We haven't even had a drunken proposal. Nothing. You guys are doing zero, something wrong. Zero offer. I don't know. Maybe you should tell me. I don't Cosmo know. 
afraid to hook me up. Tell me what to do. <laughs> oh God, the old me. I don't remember how that even works anymore. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so we got engaged and we were living together and mm-hmm. I was, my parents are strict. So I definitely, I wasn't, it wasn't just him. Like I was like, we have to, we have to get engaged if we're going to live together and da 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 da. Um, but once we got engaged, that's when the shit started to hit the fan with his family. Really? And I started to panic. And then we started fighting about religion because he was Jewish and I was Catholic. And I thought we were going to raise these like really enlightened, amazing kids and raise them both. And then he was like, the kids can't be baptized. And I was like, what? Why not? They can be yeah. bar about mitzvah and everything. He was like, that doesn't make sense. And, I, and he's like, well, then my family can't know. And I was like, this is fucking crazy, man. I'm not going to live like a life yeah. of lies. And so I started to get really freaked out. Yeah. And do you have to tell the kids like, hey, like you're not allowed to tell your grandma that you were baptized? I just felt like there was like so like I started to realize there were so many rules that were being applied to my life that I never realized existed. And it wasn't just religion either. It was like it was like, oh, and we're going to live in New Jersey in the town my parents live in. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, that sucks. I'm like an adventurous soul. Like I thought like we were going to like experience life together. I didn't think that we it was like predetermined, but he worked for the family company. So there was a lot of I I didn't realize Uh, I was too young to realize the strings attached to that. Yeah. So anyway. I, I mean, there's a lot of women that would be really happy with that, or girls, because you're technically a yeah, girl at that age. Absolutely, I could, I would not ever be. But happy it wasn't with that. me. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't me. And then on top of it, I, I he had a sister that was just a beast beyond me. Really? And she? Why? Why didn't she like you? I don't know. I mean, you know what? I do know. I do know. Is it a money thing? Uh, no, no, no. Well, it was a, a little bit of a money thing because he had the job. She thought she should have the job because oh. she thought probably she was smarter than him. But mm-hmm. he was just he's really good at business mm-hmm. and she's stick up her ass she's a little bitch she would have been terrible at his job but um but she i think she was pissed that we got engaged first because she was dating her boyfriend for a bajillion years mm-hmm. it was like like to the embarrassing point oh yeah and um Hers she, is a little jealous and then also my husband made more money than she was making at the time uh-huh. or probably does i think still so that was probably a thing too and then and they, also they both work for the family business Yes. Okay. Well, no, no. At the time, she had a different job. Oh, okay. Once she got fired from her job or let go, whatever, that's when she started to become like a real beast. Oh, okay. Um, but I think that she couldn't boss me around. Mm-hmm. And that was a family dynamic, dynamic was she was in charge. She got whatever she wanted. Oh. And I'm the oldest in my family. So dang, I would have loved to see a reality show on that girl like you standing up to someone like that. It would have been good. Um, but I, I think ultimately, I, the more I've like, because I've thought a lot about it, I spent a lot of time in therapy talking about her. I mean, essentially, she was the spark that was the beginning of the end of my marriage. Really? Like, I remember the first fight him and I got into over her, and it was all downhill from there. And it was while we were engaged. Really? I almost, I tried to postpone the wedding. It was getting so bad. Wow. And she had two other sisters that were her little sisters, so she would, you know, she yeah. would, she, she was in control of them. Well, I don't, I don't mean to give a spoiler alert, but did, in, in no part of this time did you ever think, like, maybe I just don't like guys? Never. Never. Never, never ever, ever. Ever. So crazy. It's crazy. So um, anyway, so we, it, my parents sent us to therapy before the wedding. Mm-hmm. And we, oh, that, that's a Catholic thing, though. We tried to. Right? Well, no, 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 no. This was like a, you guys are like in dire straits. Oh, like this okay. is like it's really, like really that, bad. Like There's too much fighting going on. Like, yeah. this isn't, you can't get married under these like circumstances. But honestly, and I tried to postpone the wedding. My planner was like, that's going to cost as much money as canceling it. So either cancel it or go with go ahead with it. And I was too. I was too much of a pussy to, to, to not go through with it. So yeah. we went through with it. And then it was just... How long did you stay married? F- about five years. Oh, that's a while. I tried hard to make it work. How I, many years were happy? Oh, my God, zero. Zero. You've, you hated it the entire time? Well, I mean, him and I probably had some, like, 
okay-ish moments, but like the family was a const was a constant in our fighting, and you know sometimes he had my back, mo- most of the time he didn't, yeah. which is like a huge thing. Yeah, and family stuff is a huge deal. It's I- I'm telling you right now, if you're listening to this and you're in a relationship with somebody and you don't get along with the family. I re- you have to really pause and yeah. think about that. If the family lives across the country and they're not that close, then fine. No. But if the family is like you're working for the family company and the family, everyone lived in New York or New Jersey. I mean, it was this just, just happened to one of my best friends in college. Actually, he ended up finally breaking up with her because he listened to a podcast. Stop it. That she did of mine way before she met him. But the but the mom was trying to say the entire time, like, this girl's a bad person. This girl's a bad person. And someone created like a fake Instagram account. So they, he was basically like. Fighting with like his his family the entire time, like you know, no Deanna, I don't want to say her name. <laughs> her name's Whatever. deodorant. Yeah. I heard deodorant. Deodorant's great. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> and she is great. She's fantastic. The, the family was mean to her for no freaking reason. Right. But they're all involved in his life. Like he's actually kind of the breadwinner of the family, and they all work for him. Blah blah blah. Oh shit, that's and deep so, stuff. And so it was already like a rift that w- was being created. And she had moved back to L.A. for a few months to sort of like let the family breathe. And then the, the straw that broke the camel's back was. Someone, maybe a family member of his, created a fake Instagram account, sent him the link to the podcast she did of mine, like, way before they met. What? And he basically texted her across this the is, country and this said, This is the like, shit I was going through. Yeah, and was like, no, now I really know what kind of person you are. I broke up with her. Oh, text. my God. This is the, it was, a, it was like a constant. Like, he just needed to find the thing so he could side with his family. Exactly. Well, when I, when my husband and I got divorced, I, I did it in therapy. Because uh-huh. that's what my lawyer told me to do, you know. You guys were there together? Yeah, it was couples therapy because I wanted to get a divorce. Yeah. So, hello. It was right there. The writing was on the wall. And uh, I was just trying to get the courage to do it because it's scary to leave, you know, yeah. a marriage it's yeah, and really get divorced scary. and be on your own and um and what was i gonna say you just said something that the family the trying to find the thing that they don't like about oh, you shit i totally forgot the um i can't remember oh i hate when i do this i do this literally like 30 times a day it's funny i'm um let me think let's see if i can spark it uh girl i go i go on deep tangents i don't know this could be impossible <laughs> something w- when i told them in therapy I, I mean, he said he was blindsided, but he wasn't blindsided because we were there because you, how I often to were you divorced. going to therapy, or and how long often, were you often, going? often on for years, often on for years. But did he think there were problems? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I told him, "You're a great guy. This isn't about you. This is about your family." Like I want to let you know, like I do, I didn't want him to think that there was something wrong with him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he's a really nice, good person. Yeah. Um, he just Poor needs to guy. find somebody that gets along with his yeah. family, or or is totally he, meek and will be walked all say, over. I was just gonna say he needs a meek woman. Yeah. You're way too strong for that type of person. I couldn't. I couldn't yeah, do he it. He needs like a little. You know those types. There's a million of them out there. Of course. Just wants to like marry like a successful dude yeah. and just like. Be there, and yeah, and he provides part. a great, a great life. Gorgeous apartment in Tribeca. Yeah. Great, he loves to travel. He knows all the best restaurants in your city. Yeah. I will set him up right now. Yeah, seriously, he's a really great guy. But you know, it just it wasn't for us. Yeah. So. So you, yeah, uh, did he know that you were going to say you wanted to get divorced in therapy? I don't think he knew that I was going to say it in therapy. Well, he said I'm blindsided, and then our therapist is like, no, that no, You're no, you, you started out with her wanting a divorce. You were here. Yeah. Because to figure it out. Yeah. So, um, was he brokenhearted or just more like? Oh, I know what I was gonna say. I remembered. Um, yes. He was. Uh, he he was. He didn't cry. He didn't mm-hmm. cry at all. And then he the, when he cried when he we got home. He said, "Can I call my mom?" I said, "Of course you can call your mom." And he called his mom, and he that's when he cried. And I could tell by their conversation that the mom said, "Is it us? Like, th- like were we a factor?" Whoa. And she knew that they were because I 
I was always fighting with the girls and yeah. or w- one girl in particular, but sometimes one of them would jump on the bandwagon and anyway, the sisters, I mean, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, um, and she said, it wasn't us. And I heard him say, no, it had nothing to do with you. And I, that's when I thought <gasps> I made the right decision yep. because that's insane. Whoa. That's crazy. You can't you even know? stand. No. So you could never be in that. Yeah. No. Because like, because boundaries need to be set and they yeah. weren't being set and, and they were never no going to be set. Because he, they were employing him too. Right. He just has to marry someone like. Yes. Like Meek. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that, that's going to just fit into that oh, family see, that, and be that quiet. Would, that would be. That would but be that was so good too. for me to hear because then I was like, I made the right decision. And then a few days later, he said to me, thank you for doing what I couldn't. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that, that's cool. That made me feel good. Yeah. And we were amicable for a, a bit. Yeah. Um, but then um but then I announced my relationship, my new relationship on the air about a year after our divorce. Oh, it was only a year after? I thought it was a little longer than that. Well, I announced it a year after our divorce on the air. And Okay, so explain the how the trajectory of that happened. And then and and then and now him and I don't speak anymore. Okay, so you have to you have to explain all that, but not because of who I'm with, but be- because of well, okay, I'll, I'll get yeah, to it. Yeah, you have so, to explain it. So, um, after so we got separated, and divorces take a while. People don't quite know that, and so while I was, yeah. so I'm the girl that does reality radio, right? I tell everything in my life. Yeah. I get a lawyer who is like coaching me through this divorce. I mean, I knew I was going to be separated from him like a month, maybe even two before I actually pulled the plug. I yeah. had to like get my ducks in a row because we had a prenup and he's he has from a semi powerful family yeah. and I just needed to make sure I was protecting my ass. So um so basically my lawyer said you cannot breathe a word of this on the air because if you have to go to court in front of a judge, it's gonna be really bad for yeah. you. So I couldn't talk about my life for like I guess it was like six, eight months. God that must have been hard. At all on on the show and um, so that was really hard. And listeners were like threatening to cancel their subscriptions if I didn't tell them what was going on. And I'm like, I had to go in there and be like, you guys are smart. You are picking up on signs. I am legally incapable of talking how did about they, how this. How did they pick up on what was going on, though? You live in a different apartment. Um, you never oh. post pictures of your, your husband or at the time, my husband. Oh. I don't even I don't like to say his name now just because yeah, like yeah. it's not no, fair. Yeah, no, um, and people were picking up on s- uh, subtle, subtle signs. But I'm talking like... Isn't that crazy? That it's crazy. That listeners can do that? You're not talking about him on the air anymore. What's going on? Are you guys okay? Are you breaking up? Are you taking a break? Blah, 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 all these I didn't things. realize when I first met you that you had just gotten divorced. I think when you met me, yeah, I had just gotten divorced. Or even just separated, maybe. I think, girl, I think we might have just been separated. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was at least... Two years ago? That's right. Two yeah. years. Yep. So, because D- Taylor and I, the first time we hooked up was like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we got separated and I was staying with friends on their couches. So, I was hoping he would move home to his parents' house in Jersey. They had plenty of room. Mm-hmm. And I have to work in the city and I have a really early morning radio show job and he worked out in Jersey. So, I thought that would be nice if he would let yeah. me just stay in the apartment. And I said to him, you know, I pulled the plug. I'm going to find an apartment. I'm going to move out and we'll figure out the logistics afterwards. Yeah. But, you know, I'm going to I'm going to get my own place. And I actually and the place we're in right now coexisted in the apartment. Well, it was just, it, we tried, but it was awkward. And like yeah. there's one night where he was like, we want to hook up. And I was like, no, I don't I don't want to hook up when we were married. Yeah, I don't want to hook up now. Yeah. And I mean, listen, he was like, I'm sure most guys pull that yeah, shit. I mean, it's that's a, not, he, that's like he like he was like, want to have like one last time. And I was yeah, like, yeah. like zero. Yeah. Um, but we were both going out and drinking and like, you know, like licking our Trying, wounds. Yeah. And I just felt like that was not a great environment to be like, you know. Every single night yeah, coming totally. home too. So I lived with the next for like three months after. We and broke how was up. it? Um, what well, was a similar situation? We broke up because the the, the family X me out. Yeah, mm-mm, exactly mm-mm. the same thing, pretty much. Crazy. 
And, uh, but I wasn't, I mean, the the rug was pulled out from under me. I I wasn't fucking leaving until the end of that lease. Right. So I was just, I just stayed there. Did you guys like date other people while you were there? No, not really. I mean, I'm not that exciting or I wasn't then. (laughs) I'm very exciting now, but no, I wasn't then. And we just sort of coexisted for like maybe two months. It wasn't that It was too, it was too painful. I couldn't, I couldn't look at him. It made me sad, you know, like it just. It helped me wean off of it a little bit. Because really? it made me think like because it was like an annoying roommate. Yeah, and I was also kind of like, "What a fucking pussy you are!" Like that, you know, you didn't stand up for me, right? And while so, living together, yeah, for three months. Maybe it was more like two. Three sounds like way longer. Three's a long time. Yeah. So I started couch hopping, uh-huh. staying with friends, and um, I had a friend who was relatively new. Oh, also, before I pulled the trigger on the divorce, I made it a point for like, I would say like eight months I like was like I'm gonna make all new friends mm-hmm. that have nothing to do with his family or our marriage or like so that's smart because I wanted and because I, I also wanted to separate from my life with him to be make sure that I could be uh, in my own life and happy yeah my therapist was also like you should create your own life for yourself and just yeah. test it out but it's while you're smart. married yeah so um I made all these new friends that were all my friends and like they knew him but they weren't like close with him and this was in like the last several months of you guys being married yes and so um I not separated actually married actually married yes but I made a point to make like my own crew of friends because I mm-hmm. kind of relied on him and so I made like this fabulous friend Uba, who's like a model. I like worship her; she's amazing. And then my friend Andy, and then one of my new friends was Taylor, mm-hmm. who um, I met through work. She she shot video for my uh, my blog, and I was like, this is this is like the kind of person. Like I was trying to pick people that were like good people, yeah. not cool or fun. Not yeah. that she's not either one yeah, of those no, things. Yeah, yeah. but, but she's like g- she's a good person. Good, yeah. solid people that were like kind and nice and open and real and just like yeah. solid people. Because um, I was kind of running with a like like a like a I'd say like a club crowd. Yeah. Like we like go to clubs and like cool so vacations you, and dinners you and your together. Would do that? Yeah, that yeah. was our life. It was like sceny. Because he's like a New York kid. You're not a New York kid, are no, you? No, I'm Boston. Okay. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was sceny. Not to say that these friends aren't also fabulous, but they're fabulous, but like with the but they're grounded people. No, I I I get it. I mean, you know, my most recent ex was like, well, he wasn't like that because he was boring and lived in L.A. with me, but like. <laughs> I feel like if we lived in New York where most of his friends were because he was from here, right. it would have been kind of that thing. Where exactly. It, was like, yeah. it felt very high school. Yeah. Like the crews that I, yeah, I ran with. Where it's like everyone knows each other. From and they high all, school. Yeah. And, and it was all, like, this one's cool. That Martha, one's a nerd. They all go to Martha's Vineyard. They all go to this place. Uh, and it's like, yeah. Yes, exactly. Like I didn't grow up with that. It so. was always just like weird competition. I just, yeah. and, and it was like, and people were friends, but like were really kind of shitty to each other. Although actually... My ex's friends were actually pretty cool. I can't say that. I actually loved a lot of them. Well, I and I do miss some of mine yeah. too. I gave up. I gave a handful up in the divorce. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't all bad. It just wasn't a world that I knew. I guess maybe that was it. I think probably same yeah. for me too. It was and just it wasn't a bit clubs. foreign. Like, he didn't like to go to clubs. It was more just like it was a culture I didn't grow up in. That was it. Totally. Like that East. It's an East Coast culture. I don't know that well, but you're from the East Coast, so. So yeah, oh, it's like really waspy, and yeah, I, I girl, like, girl, I know. Like I, know. I didn't know you have to pay to go to beach clubs. We just go to the beach. Right. Like, right. Just, it's a little. You just walk. It's on. exclusive. Oh, he was you a wasp. Just, you were digging a wasp. Oh yeah, totally. Oh dear, dear God, yes, that's it's not easy. Yeah. At all, it's yeah. But he wasn't anymore. Whatever. That's a whole different story. <laughs> Anyways, so but he's sweet. I can never talk bad about him. I was sleeping on couches, and so I was sleeping on my new friend's couches, mm-hmm. right? So I would crash at their places, and um, and one of those friends was my friend Taylor, and she lived with her sister and a couple other roommates. As you were crashing on her couch. Yeah, girl. Yeah. I know. I know. So 
she so she and I became friends through work and then um, I kept trying to set her up with all my guy friends when I was married yeah and one day a mutual friend of ours uh, who initially introduced us um, for work our friend Ed who owns this amazing restaurant in New York you have to go it's called Ed's Lobster Bar it's so good it's my favorite I one of my favorite lobster. places oh my god girl best lobster roll like in the world it's my jam. so good so he said, stop trying to set Taylor up with guys. I said, why? He said, she's gay. And I was like, oh, shit. Shit, shit. So then I was like, I felt so bad. But then I was like, oh, my God, I'm so cool. I have a friend that's a lesbian. Like, I thought I hated lesbians. This is crazy. So, this, no, I'm kidding. This story, no, but this story is crazy to me. I didn't hate lesbians. But, like, no, I, I definitely I, I was like, saying, like, you know, I, I just never had friends that were lesbians. Uh, it sets the tone for how fucking crazy the turn of the story is. I know. So... Um, we, so we actually, my husband and I uh-huh. invited this, this is where it gets really crazy. So we, him and I, things were really bad with us. Like the fall ish, I would say of, I think 14, 2014. Uh-huh. That's like when she, when, or maybe even like late summer. That's when uh-huh. I went to my therapist and like it was getting really bad and yeah. she was taking the van. And, um, and so we were trying our best to hold it together. And I guess we were pretty good in front of people, but we weren't, well, we weren't doing that great of a job. So anyway, I was shooting a video for my blog with Stassi. Uh-huh. And Taylor was shooting it. And it was probably like, I don't know, November, maybe even early December. And my husband and I were planning our annual pilgrimage down to Florida for Christmas, Fort Lauderdale with my family, and then Miami for New Year's Eve with friends. Uh-huh. Or not, not, not friends, but, you know, Whatever, forced friends. Uh huh. Okay. You know, his friends. Drama. Yeah. Um, and so we were talking about it, and Taylor said, Oh, I'm going to be in Jupiter because she was part time nannying for a family. Should I go down there with them to nanny? And she said, But I have New Year's Eve off. And Brett, my husband, whatever. I mean, people whatever. know his name. The, um, he was like, Oh my God, you should come stay with us. He was that kind of guy. It was like, oh, The oh, more the merrier. And yeah. also, though, we weren't really good one on one. So we always like to have a distraction. Like his cousin lived with us for an entire summer. In it's our guest so bedroom. We were better when other people were, were around. So he said, come stay with us. It's fine. We have a couch in our room. No big deal. Yeah. And so she was like, I might take you up on that. And I was like, yeah, why not? So she ended up New Year's Eve driving from Jupiter and staying with us on New Year's Eve. Holy shit. So New Year's Eve of 2015, she told me I'm gay and I acted all like, surprise. Yeah. And so. You were like, what? I was like, you are? Oh my God. Because she's like a super, she's like very feminine. Yeah, you know? she doesn't seem gay at all. So. Although um, that's like, you can tell, you know what I mean? Right, right. So we were talking about, you know, that, what that was like. And I remember saying to her, you know, it's so unfair that you, because you, of your sexuality, you have to meet people. And when you make a new friend or you start a new job or whatever, you have to, like, identify, like, hey, I like hooking up with girls. Like, imagine if I had to sit down and go, hey, I like having sex with a guy with a dick. Like, Mm -hmm. that's so personal. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy to me that, like, that's an identifier for you. You have to, like, you feel you have to at some point address that, whereas heterosexual people never do. Still. Uh, Yeah, that makes sense. but, But it was more from, like, an empathetic place than anything else but still nothing 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 and then you know there were like moments where I was like oh like maybe she has a little crush on me you know what I mean in in our friendship yeah but she swears up and down that she didn't because I was married and that meant I was off limits yeah so that was that um so anyway she couldn't tell anything was wrong in our marriage and then um about a few months later a couple months later I was like we were out hanging out with my mom actually uh-huh. and I was like I'm divorcing Brett and she was like what and I was like yeah she was like holy shit she's like I didn't see that one coming but we were like newish friends yeah um so yeah so then 
we got separated, and so I started crashing on her couch. And my lawyer said, you need to keep a bag of your stuff. He said, like, I can't, like, get back watches and Chanel bags and things of that yeah. nature, and those are gifts, and you deserve to ha- have them. And so he said, you need to keep them in a duffel bag with somebody that you really, really trust because people do crazy things. Yeah. And um, in hindsight, I don't think he would have done anything, but it was yeah. just like a precaution. Yeah. No, it was like passports, shit like that. Yeah. yeah. It's, you guys have to be smart because you never know how people are going to react when they're emotional. They can like set things on fire. Yeah. It can, be, it can get crazy. People get killed sometimes. <laughs> exactly. So I left my bag with Taylor. Mm-hmm. So she was like my number one best friend throughout the, the she was That's my number crazy. one support system throughout the separation. Yeah. And... So that, so I was crashing our couch for like months and then, and we were going out and I was like giving guys my number and, you know, like smooching the guy here, there. And she was like doing her thing. And one night we were out at one of our favorite places and a girl kissed her and I got like insanely jealous. Uh-huh. And I was like, what is this feeling? Like, what does this mean? Yeah. So then... Taylor just walked oh, in. Taylor Sorry. just walked in. Perfect timing. Sorry, we're talking about you and you're just going to have to deal <laughs> with it because it's getting good. So I was I had, I had, was like, I, I'm i crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a divorced drunk person mm-hmm. and I am jealous because I want attention yeah. or whatever. And so I like, I let it go. Yeah. But then it kept kind of plaguing me. And so I'm like, I'm going to say something to her. So I got smashed and I was like, that other night when you kissed that girl, it really made me jealous. And I was like, I like, like you and I like want to kiss you but I don't know what that means. And she was like, no. And I was like, wait, what? Like, and I was like, I mean, I thought that she kind of had like a little, cr- I mean, I'm cute and, now you're and like, I have a great job. At this point, and I'm like, like really fun. Like you don't have a little crush on me. Like, and she was like, listen, you're going through a divorce. And she was like, you are straight. Mm-hmm. You were married for five years. She's like, number one, I don't want to be your fucking experiment. Yeah. And number two, I don't blame you, Taylor. All you need, <laughs> the, mo- the thing you need right now is, my friendship. They're, b- they're both named Taylor, by the way. Yeah. To my listeners. How disgusting and how gay. Um, <laughs> and so she said, you know, you need a friend right now. And she said, when I hook up with people, I lose interest in like literally two seconds. So Ooh. I don't think that's a good idea because then where, where are you to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like. What a ballsy. You're a player, Taylor. Yeah, she what is. What a ballsy move. I know. So I'm like, okay, fine. Fuck it. Whatever. And so then that was that. And so then when we were sober, we were like friends, just like normal, like it never happened. And then when we get drunk, it'd be like flirty. Okay. But nothing happened. Did you and feel awkward when you were sober though? And you had to like. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. I was rejected. I don't get rejected. Yeah. That's very foreign to me. Yeah. And. Um, and you really went on a limb and you were rejected by the opposite at <laughs> the same sex, I guess. Girl, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, right? My God. And I was like, like, you really went on a limb on something you've never done before. Exactly. <laughs> you're rejected. Oh, my God. Um, and then we went away on a trip together, a work trip. Uh, and we were staying in the same room because mm-hmm. I booked it when we were just friends. Well, before I'd said anything, I didn't yeah. feel anything. And then on that trip, Very she. Con- Convenient for you. This point. yeah. So basically, I um. So basically, I sexually harassed her. I was technically her boss, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and so then she was like, "I have a crush on you. I think you're spectacular. This is so stupid. Like, I don't know. I don't know why we're not. Just let's give it a shot. So then, so fucking cute. So we gave it a shot, and the first kiss was like the best kiss of my entire life, and probably anybody else's entire life. Really, it was amazing. And, but then it was, but then everything, I became like a 13 year old and everything was terrifying. It yeah. was like, well, okay, yeah, well the listen. kiss worked and I like that, but, okay, n- but listen, like dating, now what's next? Now what's next? Now what's next? Oh my God. someone new is terrifying, let alone no, experimenting I'm saying, with the, no, I'm saying, the first time. Like doing like 
now we're moving on to this space. I'm scared. What's yeah. this going to feel like? It was like very, it was, and I, I don't like know. giving me a panic attack right now. I don't know about <laughs> Taylor, but she was probably scared at any given turn. I could be like, whoop, whoop, wasn't for me. Can't, can't do it. Taylor, were you? Yeah. She was scared. She, she was says. scared. Really? That you were going to like, that were she was going to change her freak mind? out? No. Wait, wait, were she's you so wait, confident and she's cool? So, God, yeah, you're and so tall cool. and thin. <laughs> such a model, Taylor. I uh, know. She's such an off duty model, right? right? So annoying. No, but were you scared? I know this is annoying for our listeners and I'm yelling out to someone else, but um, were you scared that she was going to change her mind? That she was going to be like, no, actually, like, it was just a one time thing and I was struggling with my divorce? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, she's so fucking confident. She's confident. I know. That might be the appeal. Duh, that was it. It's yeah. that swagger. She has it. I know. It's rude. But <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so then we were together. I learn a thing or two from her. Jesus, right? She's, she's got good game. Yeah. I mean, I was straight to people, you know? It's true. And I still don't identify as gay. I don't because okay, I'm not attracted actually, to other girls. I was actually going to ask you this question. I didn't know if it was offensive now, especially because Taylor's here. No, but I, I don't mean it offensive. Do you think that you were gay this whole time and just didn't know because of her? Do you think you just fell in love with Taylor? I really can't. I don't, I'm going to try to answer for you, but I really, the truth is I don't know because yeah. then when I think about like how much I really didn't like sex with my boyfriends and I thought like everybody really didn't like sex and like I like blowjobs, I mean like. All of your boyfriends, not just your fiance. Every single one. Uh-huh. All of them. Sorry, guys. Sorry to all of you. Or maybe this is one of those like sexuality is fluid type of things. Like it was just, you, yeah, you but fell in love with. Taylor. Right. And, and and I really do feel like I fell in love with the person. That's yeah, the best person, way I can explain yeah. it. Because the other thing is, the idea of dating another girl grosses me out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, oh, I could never, like, whatever. This is, like, whatever. kind of a great love story. Thank you. What we do, I don't want to do with uh, another girl. Yeah. And I really don't like penises. So, I don't know. So, but it's just a, a, her thing. But if we broke up, I would oh, yeah, say to my friends, okay, set me up with guys. Yeah, I would. I I would not be like I'm going to the cubby hole. I'm meeting another girl. Yeah. That would freak me Is out. That the name of a gay bar? Yes, which I refuse to what go a to. Fucking weird name. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess yeah. I I'm super. I'm I'm confused. I'm I guess I'm bi confused. That's a well, whole maybe, new genre. Maybe you're not confused. Maybe you're just like enlightened at what you want. Yeah. But I don't see us breaking up. I plan very much on getting married to her. So. Yeah, I don't see you guys breaking up either. So it seems like a pretty great love story. I don't think I'm going to have to answer that that question, yeah. luckily. I say that I'm Taylor sexual. Yeah. It works, right? That's pretty good. Thank you. So do you talk about that now on your radio show? Yeah, so. And, and did you, so how did your listeners feel? Did you lose some? Did you gain some? You know, I actually, that's so funny you say that. So I, we, So what happened was. Um, we started hooking up like late spring, early summer, mm-hmm. 2016. Well, yeah, yeah. In no, 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 2015. I, I was, I was divorced oh, for like I a few. I was, was separated. Year, I was, was separated for a few months. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, if I had started dating guys, it would have been no big deal. He was on dating apps. Yeah, you yeah. know, like uh, three weeks after we got oh yeah separated. So you have to explain how he got upset about this. Oh, right. Well, okay. So it's a thing. So, so her and I, you know, we had like our first kiss probably like a few months after my separation. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then, but it was like a secret and I wasn't sure what it was and I didn't want to define it with her because I'm like every step that we took was like, it could be like a, can't do it. Not, and I didn't want to like what tell my friends like, oh, I've been experimenting with a girl since my separation. No, I was really scared. Stassi was probably the first person I told. That's good. Um, What'd she say? You're you're a lesbian. She got excited, yeah. and then I said, "No, I'm not identifying as that." And then she said, "Wait a second. Did you ever have a crush on me?" 
And I said, what a stassi no, and she said, that's really insulting. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, that uh, makes me love her more. I know she's the best. So she was super awesome and supportive. Um, but so, I mean, I would say like we were like officially together, like her, her and I, this one, Taylor and I in the yeah. summer, I would say. Okay. So I started telling friends. So when I started telling my mom point blank asked me because she knew Taylor was gay because we were friends. And she said, you're spending a lot of time with Taylor. Why don't you go spend more time with Uba? <laughs> and I said, well, Taylor's one of my best friends. And my mom said, do you like her? Like her? Point blank. Wow. I was home for family vacation. How was it so, how are people so perceptive? Because my mom and I are so close. Yeah. And I was like, yes. And my mom was like, no. She pulled the car over. She freaked. She really? lost her fucking mind. But she apologized. And my oh, parents nice. now are, I j- like, my parents had, like, a major breakthrough recently. Like, they were, like, not good for a little bit. And then it was, like, we didn't. We just didn't talk about it. Like I said, my yeah. pri- my my sex life is my business. If I was sleeping with a million different guys, you would have no clue. Yeah. And also, the radio gives her too much insight into my life. Yeah, yeah. So I said, you know what? It's time to back off. Don't ask me these questions. Yeah. I said I'm figuring myself out. Yeah, I, you need to be able to figure it out without people like bothering you. About and she it. respected that. But then, as time went on, Taylor, like now, Taylor and I are like month four, month six, month eight, yeah. and we were on a family vacation and. My mom said, I'm, she started crying. She said, I'm just so sad. You're so sad post-divorce. I thought the divorce would make you happier. I said, I am happier. And she said, well, why don't you tell me about it? I said, because I can't talk about it. And she said, and my dad said, because it's a tailor makes you happier. I said, yeah. So then we had this in oh, Turks and Caicos, this come to Jesus conversation. They asked me the most prying and like TMI questions in the world, but I answered them because I thought they are ignorant. They don't know. Yeah. They, and, and they're pro gay. Like we have, yeah. they have gay friends. I mean, my little sister has a friend whose uncle is transgender yeah. and they love him. His yeah, name was yeah. Michael. Now his name's Michelle. Like my parents are very open, but it's yeah. like that not in my backyard mentality. And so yeah. I gave them all the answers that I could give at the time. And that's, and then they were like, so you guys are a real couple. I'm like, yes. Yeah. So they're like, okay, so we need to, we just need to wrap our heads around this. But recently, recently with Taylor, they, I mean, literally I was home for my mom's birthday Memorial day and they were like, we love her. No wonder you fell in love with her. She's so special. And how they said, how could someone not fall in love with her? And they said, if you guys want to get married and (laughs) have kids, like we are so on board. She is wonderful and makes you happy. This is the family you were supposed to have. Exactly. So, and her family is the most amazing. They are so accepting. And yeah, so, and they're honestly, my family, her family are like the exact same people. They're like, like literally our brothers, my brother's at Harvard. Her brother went to Harvard. Our dads are both doctors. Our moms are the same person in in the best way possible. So it's all really good now. That is really cool. But it was a journey, you know. I don't have, like, that gay story where I was, like, gay my whole life and didn't know. But I had, like, about a year and a half of it, and it was really, it was really hard. Yeah. And so. But you just said you don't really identify with gay. Yeah. I, I mean, well, I know I'm, 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 by being with the same, someone of the same sex, I'm part of the LGBTQ community. Of course, yes. And I'm proud of that. Yeah. And I also, I understand, like, heterosexual people do not understand what it's like. They just don't. And mm-hmm. I, I could be. I could love the gay community and have friends that were gay, but I never, until I was in it, like, really understood it. Like, we have to really watch when we hold hands. And we live in New York City. Are people really mean? No, 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 no. But it's more like a crazy homeless person. It's like, it's like, you know, you don't make eye contact with them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, we can't hold hands. Because God forbid that could, like, we, you have to be more cautious. Yeah. Is the like word. a safety thing? 
Yeah, and then also like we went to see the Lion King take out me tickets for my birthday on Broadway. So gay. So gay tag. And that's like not lesbian gay though. That's really like No, that's gay man. We're gay so actually. Gay man. Yeah, I, I have like, a secret celebrity. We're gay man. Because I feel like I minus the sexual part, like resonate with like a lesbian woman, just like grumpy and just like I don't like <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you guys seem no, like we're gay men. We're gay fl- guys. we're flaming gay men. Yeah. Um and but like you know, we won't hold hands if there's kids around because we feel like, well, if that's. But if I was, if, if I was, if, we, if she was a guy, yeah. I would hold her hand. So it's like these little things. And I actually said that on the but air. It is, but I do think that that is like, I mean, I know it's annoying. It's like we should be out and proud and like you totally should. But mm-hmm. I think that's actually a very conscientious thing to do in front of a kid that like their parents are going to have to explain it to. I don't know. I know. But at the same time, I actually t- said this on the air on my mm-hmm. radio show and listeners called in and they were like, that makes me so sad. And they were like, I have kids. I would want my kids to see that. So I would have a reason to explain it to them. Well, that's fair too. And I was like, I just think it's Shit. nice. I think it's nice on your guys' part that you're not. Yeah. Like so aggressive about it. Exactly. You know, it, I, mean, we, I don't care. But like if, if there are people, I don't know. I know. But, but 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 at the same time, it's like. But maybe the kid should just see it. I get why parents, parents get upset when their kids are like, I'm in a same sex relationship or I'm gay because it's like life's hard enough. And that's just one yeah. more thing that it, it, the truth. It, it does make it harder. But I love so her so much that there is no other option. So maybe if you were more obvious about it, the kids. Meaning like if people were more obvious about it, the kids wouldn't be so scared to come out later. Like if they saw more people. Because it'd be more, more normalized. Yeah. It'd be well, like, oh, that's yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's a normal thing. It's not yeah. like this like hush, hush secret thing until like I'm appro- it's age appropriate. Yeah. I don't know. I think like this next generation of kids is super open minded. So I think the tide will change. But anyway, so yeah, so we um, so we were together for a whole year before about before I told my audience. So. Because what happened was I announced my divorce. I couldn't announce my divorce until it was official, and it was uh-huh. official like mid-July. So I told the audience that I was of what year? Of two thousand and fifteen? No, sixteen. It would have been no fifteen. It was fifteen. It was when you announced it. Okay. Yes. But you didn't announce you guys in two thousand fifteen. Two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Yes. Yeah. So I. So what am I going to do? Tell my audience I got divorced, and then tell them that I'm, I'm like, dating hey, a girl. What's up? I don't oh, think so. Yeah. They they needed some time. Plus the audience. They're not in real time. They're on delayed yeah. time. So if I were to spring all that information, it would seem like I got divorced because I left my totally. husband for a woman. And yeah. that's not the truth and it's not the story. Yeah. So I'm like, that's not going to, it's not, and also my manager was like, we got to wrap our heads around this. And, you know, I was scared I would lose, I would lose lis- listeners. I was scared yeah. I would lose my job, which I mean, I could sue Sirius for totally. bajillions. Yeah. And of course, like Sirius is so liberal, they wouldn't give two yeah. shits. But I was very scared, you know, and I built this whole brand and like, what if my listeners are super conservative? I don't really know. Yeah. So um, I waited a year. I also wanted to get things right with my family. Mm-hmm. And so we did 4th of July out of my manager's house in the Hamptons last July. Uh-huh. And t- my family met Taylor's family, and it went very well. So cool. And I thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it the day we get back from 4th of July. I didn't tell my parents I was going to do it. Uh-huh. They had no idea because I knew they talked me out of it. Yeah. Cause that, cause at that point they were like fine why with us. They, but but they, why would they talk you out of it? Because it, it was, they were like, it's not anybody's business who okay. you're dating. It was like that, you know. And I'm like, well, I have a, my radio show. But you owe it to the people that. And my job is to be authentic and being inauthentic for a year and a half because you know part of that was the separation I couldn't talk about and then not and then the dating of a girl. I mean that that sucked. So I I was bursting. I had to be honest with my audience. So I came out on the air at the end of the show. I cried. It was like this whole thing. And I literally, after I got off the air, I was like, huge mistake. Shouldn't have done that. 
She really? kept it a secret. I was having a full blown panic oh, attack. Oh, you didn't feel like a relief? The opposite. Really? I didn't listen to when you announced it. I just saw it on like Instagram and I was so happy for you. And so, but then the feedback from the audience started to come in and it was so amazing. And so oh. I was like, you know what? This is actually good. And, uh, and then, and it was such a relief. But anyway, so what happened was I said to people, you call in and ask me any question you want. Cause mm-hmm. this is a lot. And like, it's, it's like your best friend you've known for 10 yeah. years dropping this on you. It's like people have questions and yeah. I respect that. So I took any and all questions live on the air for like a, like a week, you know? Yeah. Um, and people would say, did you leave your husband for her? Mm-hmm. And my answer was no. And so, and they said, so why? So I said, his family. Mm-hmm. So um, he reached out to me and he said, you know, congratulations on Taylor uh, and, and coming out. He said it takes a lot of guts to do something like that. And he always knew I was, I lived an honest, authentic life. So, mm-hmm. I, I, but I, but I will, I, I was gonna say, I think he knew. I know he knew because he actually confirmed it. I know he knew that Taylor and I were dating. He probably knew like the summer that we got divorced that we were dating. How did he know? It's a small city, yeah. you know, and, and, and I did have some close friends whose husbands were so friendly with him. I, I'm pretty sure one of my best friend's husbands oh. told him and she was like, he didn't say anything. And I said, girl, it's fine if you did. It wasn't it wasn't a secret. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like some like dirty thing. Yeah, it was just like, you know, I just and I, people said like, oh, well, did you tell him? It's like I wouldn't want to hear if he was dating somebody. So just because it's a girl, I have yeah. to quantify it no no fuck that like he was dating people he wasn't like hey i want to date with a girl named molly yeah no thanks it's like I whatever i hear that right so we were like fairly amicable for like i i would say separation and then for about a year after the divorce for, uh, for a year of the divorce mm-hmm. but then when i came out with this and i was on the air i was telling the truth about why we got divorced and that was his family oh and they started to freak out i think that what happened was they knew about her and I, probably like summer, fall. Uh-huh. And it was still very relatively new, her and I. And they probably thought, ha, we got her on a secret. She's she's now, because they were the ones with all the secrets. Uh-huh. And I would, I was like, I'm not going to keep your fucking secrets. And I live an authentic life. I'm not going to play these yeah. like games of lies. Yeah. And so I think that they, I unnerved them that I didn't have secrets and they had secrets. Mm-hmm. And so then when I had a secret, I think it was like an almost like an insurance policy for them. They felt like really great and confident. Oh, that's so And I found out through Graven that they were going around telling everybody that I divorced him because I was gay and left him for a woman. Wow. Which is not the truth. No, I know. And, um, but it was very, and my mom was very upset about, you know, me dating Taylor primarily because of that. She said, they're going to get to walk away scot-free for being so horrible to you mm-hmm. and now it's going to get all blamed on you. I don't blame your mom. I feel that way. That's like terrible. So, but I knew that eventually I would get to tell my side of the story. Yeah. I have a microphone in front of my face. They do yeah, not. So point. there you go. So, um, and their friends and their family members and friends and family members, they all listen. Yeah. So I knew I'd have my time to voice my opinion. Um, and so I started to talk and I, and I would say, no, I, I wasn't always gay. I didn't leave him for her. I left him because of the family. So he texted me saying, you know, congratulations on being brave and, you know, being happy. That's what, what's important. And then he was all next, comma, stop talking about my family. And I said to him, listen, this is the reason we got divorced. You always take their side. You don't see mine. I said, it's my truth. When we got together, you knew what I did for a living. Uh-huh. When you married me, you knew what I did for a living. Whoa. And when I talked about you in a positive way on air, you loved it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, 
I'm going to speak my truth on the air, and I and I'm not I'm unapologetic about it. Has he ever offered to like not offered? Sorry, like threatened to like sue you or no? Because I don't tell specific stories, and trust me, there's things that there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stories to tell that I mm-hmm. that I still to this day don't tell and keep confidential. So, you know, I'm I I, do, I don't have guilt about it. Yeah, I just I mean I, I didn't don't think I didn't get along with the family. Yeah, period end of story. It was and you're not exposing their secrets. You're just saying that no. It's they weren't nice to you. They weren't nice to me. No. Yeah. And if I am telling stories on the air that they think are about them, I'm not saying it's about them. I'm saying I a friend or an ex boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. So you know, but um, I think that they would have loved for me to sign an NDA mm-hmm. post divorce, but I was not willing to do that because did then, they offer it? Yes, but my but my marriage I, my my marriage my job was on the line yeah. because. Like, what if I told a story about the fact that sister didn't want to wear my bridesmaids' dresses? Yeah. Because it was an important day for their family. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get sued over that? So, if you, when you didn't sign the NDA, did you give up, like, a certain amount of money they were offering you? Or no. They, you just, like, refused to sign it? I just said I'm not going to sign that. Good yeah. for you. So because, because my job is... To talk about your life. To talk about my life. And yeah. so, what if they misinterpreted something about me talking... You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, it could be completely innocent. And the way my friends, about them. the yeah. way my friends in the past have misinterpreted yeah. me talking about them. What if they misinterpreted it, and then I have like a, like a lawsuit in my hands? No, no way. Yeah, no way. So, so, so what's next for you? Oh God. What's next for Taylor and Taylor and just Taylor. Taylor and Taylor. So Taylor and Taylor so are so like happy. I know, right? We should. Oh, that would make us some money. The next thing is for me to figure out how to be a woman who can successfully survive on her own. I don't need to be a mega millionaire, Mm -hmm. but it really pisses me off that we live in a world where, and I do feel, and listen, there's some exceptions to the rule. There's some women. You are successfully surviving on your own. I mean, listen, we, it's a, I live in a studio apartment. It's in New York. Girl, I know. And such a nice building. And it's so much, this well, is nicer I'll, than any of my friends' I'll tell apartments you, in LA. We lucked out. We lucked out on this. We got a really good deal in this apartment. Okay. We well, were in I'm a one sure bedroom. It's like six thousand dollars a month. Or it's not crazy. It's not. It's not. Well, I'm sure it's very expensive. Well, it's it's way less than you think. Okay. But I will tell you that I I think that a lot of women and I was very proud of myself for you know getting out of a marriage that made me unhappy mm-hmm. because I was very financially stable. Yeah. And it's not like he was a horrible guy. Yeah. It could have been very easy just to say, well, I'm just going to settle with what yeah. with what it is. And I think and a lot of people do. And a lot of people do. And I'm really proud of you for not doing that. Thank you. And so happiness is so important. Life is so short. And so I really, aside from me, obviously just like wanting to be successful and make yeah. money, I want to be an example for women that like mm-hmm. you can do it on your own. We mm-hmm. don't need, you don't need to rely on a guy. Even if a woman just wants yeah. to be single forever. Yeah. Guys can do it. Mm-hmm. Guys can be bachelors forever. We revere them. I, lo- I love that mentality. I'm so into that. So, But it makes it hard for dating. I don't think a lot of guys like that in girls. They don't. I actually, I remember. Because, it, because like, you don't need them for some reason. You know what I mean? Like, or you don't need them for any reason. Like yeah. That. It's it's a flawed system, for mm-hmm. sure. And I think some, I think more and more guys are evolving more. Like, I, I have a bunch of friends, actually, whose husbands are stay-at-home dads. I don't know that I'm into that either, though. But then I'm like, weirdly not into that yeah. either, which is so unfair. It's, it's like, like it's so unfair. I know. I know, but I'm with you because, like, I'm like. But, but I just would like people to be equals. Like, can't we just both do? Yeah, but I but I think that somebody always has to shoulder more of okay, this well, chore than that chore, and if that chore fine. is making money or that chore is taking t- taking care but of the a child, can still be successful. Yeah, right. But I feel like there's a lot of guys that like girls with like broken wing syndrome, where it's like, 
oh, they need help. But I'd like to take. Well, them, it's you know? Prince Charming. Yeah. It, it, honestly, Disney has fucked us all up. Yeah. Completely. But I, like, I don't want to pretend to need something. But then Frozen came out, and that's like a lesbian thing. So that's why I'm a lesbian now. Oh shit! I, gotta <laughs> see, I haven't seen Frozen. Girl, I was Is so really resistant. Good? You I have just don't like singing and things. No, you have like, to see. Say what you, you have to, say. Have to okay. say it. Wait, are you a straight man trapped in a female body? <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'm like a 50 year old man trapped in a female body. 100%. And I'm an 85 year old gay man so trapped funny. in a 34 year old body. Oh yeah, no, I'm like a 50 year old like like Irish, you know, construction worker, <laughs> like just. It's just, meh. everything is just, like, annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just hardened. I like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, no. I was not born into the right body. Oh, it's so, but th- but we live in a world where I, you can be so, whatever you want. Yeah, you I'm can so be, con- you can so be Bruce Jenner. why guys don't, are not into me. <laughs> oh, I'm not ladylike enough. I just, uh, to come full circle, it's like, I'm my own kind of crazy. And Taylor and I work. Oh, yeah, I want to hear about this. Because she gets my crazy. She's my... Crazy so puzzle what's, piece. What's your type of crazy? I am sensitive beyond. Really? Oh my god! I'm like an open nerve at every turn of a Aww. corner. I am, and you wouldn't think it because I think I my voice is gruff and I talk tough, but I am I am like a basket case. Mm-hmm. I'm super sensitive, and I've been told by plenty of people, like, oh well, if you weren't just so sensitive, and it's like, well, I am. That's yeah, who I am. Like I can't help it. It's not going to change. When so were you born? I don't really know signs, but I was. I'm February twenty second. I was. I'm Pisces. Is that a sensitive sign? Very. Oh, really? Very okay. sensitive. Um, but but she, like, and trust me, there was a learning curve. Like, she was like, why do you have to make such a big deal out of everything? It's annoying. But then Not she. everyone's as cool as you, Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. And everybody eats cheeseburgers and wear size zero jeans. Yeah, must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, she she accepts that I this is who I am and loves me for really who I nice. am. And. But I think that's so important when you're dating, whether it's a guy or a girl or a Martian or whatever the fuck. Does Taylor have any crazy? Yes. Yes. What is she your goes crazy? To zero to fucking 60. The anger? Oh. Good you for do, you. Which you would never envision with her. Yeah, she's she so like a like, little angel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But when she gets mad, she goes, those are the, Sometimes those are the mad. scariest, though. <laughs> but I mean, but honestly, that rarely happens. It takes a lot to push her buttons. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at it. Yeah. You're like it's a skill set I have. No, like I'm at a point now I where put it on a resume. no, I'm, I'm at a point now where I'm like I'll, I'll do it and be I'll, I'll even be like I'm sorry I just did that totally intentionally. Like I like it seemed fun. <laughs> I was bored today. I was bored, but um yeah. So life is good and work. I just want to I you know I love the entertainment industry. I want to work in it and I love being talent. It's such a privilege, mm-hmm. but I definitely am not. Um, adverse to being on like my uncle said the business side of it i would like to do both i like to do both yeah yeah, because i want a nice long career in this industry and i i look forward to getting to a place maybe it will never happen but where i'm like oh fuck i i'm like good i like made it you know most people that are super successful now are people that are in front of the camera behind the judd apatow someone like that yeah he's a stand-up comedian he's written a bunch of movies he's like producing what like you, you don't just do one thing anymore. No. No, you can't. You and can't. I feel like that, that goes for any profession, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, even look at real estate, right? So, Frederick Eklund from Million Dollar Listing New York, mm-hmm. he's in real estate, but him be, his, he's a friend of mine. Him being on Million Dollar Listing, he's a reality TV star now. Yeah. 
he you said do you gotta do made his real estate business even that much stronger yeah. so it's like i mean God. people shit on that kind of thing but you gotta do what you gotta do it's people hard do to make it people shit on reality tv and it's so wrong everyone's fucking watching it yeah and people love it they're obsessed with it i mean i'm so into reality tv yeah. i would in a heartbeat I would be on a show. Well, we're going to make that happen for you. Girl, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Well, thank you for doing this. Of course. I love that story. Thank well, you. The whole story of your life. I think it's fucking fascinating. Thank you. Yeah, you I'm give yourself a lot of credit. That, like it's that, that was a lot of brave stuff that happened. You know what it is? Of, like, cool it's, stuff. it's not bravery. I I hate authority mm-hmm. and I hate being bossed around. And anger is really my true driving force in life. Hatred and you anger. Of, you kind of are a lot like me. That way. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to give someone else credit for this. this I'm like, wait, I can like through my actions, tell people to fuck off. Oh, oh yeah. I'm going to do yeah, that. That sounds like a blast. Well, you know what happens? This is, this is a warning to anybody who has a me in their life. Okay. The worst person to deal with is somebody that has nothing to lose. Never forget that. Oh, I totally agree with that. Ever. And I was whittled down to a nub of nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And well, I busted out. And but yeah, you're not like that now. You have a lot to lose now. But now they, I have everything are, to they, lose again. Yes. But they are the scariest type of people. Yes, they are. Because it's like they don't give a fuck. Zero fucks. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, tell Thanks, everyone girl. where they can find you. You guys can find me on social media at Taylor Strecker, S-T-R-E-C-K-E-R. And uh, come over to, uh, to I was almost like Cosmo Radio, to Sirius <laughs> XM Radio. I'm on channel 109. It's called Stars with an S, not a Z. People get confused. I'm on from 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, yeah, live, Monday through Friday. Listen to her. And thank you guys so much for listening. Love you guys. Always, like, Thank you so much for rating at five stars, leaving reviews, and coming to see my shows. I'm going to keep doing live podcasts, by the way. So that one that you guys <gasps> came to in Hollywood was fucking amazing. You should be a guest on one. I would love to. Yeah, I love really live. Should. Live's my favorite. I, that, that I'm down. Amazing. Girl, you tell me when. I was looking for an excuse to plan a trip to L.A. Yeah, that in. would be amazing. In. Well, we could do it here, too. Okay. Honestly. All right, guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.